This podcast is a body of work, a collection of words distilled from looking through my viewfinder. Each episode explores the meaning of different concepts, themes, ideas, and subjects floating around in the liminal space of my creative practice, a place to collectively explore the themes that enter the creative realm. If we haven't met yet, it's so good to join you. I'm Lauren Souter, a visual artist and creative mentor. I am noticing that as I reflect on episodes I have researched and recorded, I'm so hopeful that I'm conveying all the thoughts in my head. There are so many, and each of these concepts I ruminate on so frequently. Though, as I'm saying this, if extra thoughts do filter in later, I will certainly share them on my Substack for you to join in conversation, which I also invite you to share your own reflections, your thoughts, your feelings, what is resonating with you there too. I think these ideas only begin to concrete and support creative practice when they've had time to marinate, to be deeply considered. Okay, let's talk about attention. Today's episode is on attention. Attention is defined as the behavior a person uses to focus the senses, focus being the key word here. It's the action of taking special care of something. I believe that once I bring something into the realm of my attention, it's where I begin studying it. And that's where my creative practice really begins. It's where the work starts. It's where my dialogues and narratives take shape, where the concepts, ideas, themes, and subjects emerge. One of my greatest mentors, and I'll speak to gathering mentors in a later episode, in the realm of attention is the beloved Mary Oliver. Mary Oliver was an American poet Her work is inspired by nature rather than the human world, stemming from her lifelong passion for solitary walks in the wild. In her work, there is wonder, intense imagery of nature, and carefully selected words. I always picture Mary Oliver walking around, looking up with a pencil in her hand, scribbling away in her notebook. I've seen her referenced or I've read about her being referred to as the patron saint of paying attention and I really think that captures her so, so well. Here are some lines from Mary Oliver that she has written about attention. To pay attention, this is our endless and proper work. This came from the poem called Yes, No, published in White Pine Poems and Prose Poems in 1994. Instructions for living a life. Pay attention. Be astonished. Tell about it. This came from a poem called Sometimes, which was published in Redbird in 2008. Attention is at the beginning of devotion. This was published in an essay that was a part of a book called Upstream in 2016. Each of these lines of poetry are such a beautiful reflection on the ideas that Mary Oliver held about attention and they've really been formational and foundational in 
the ways that I think about attention in my own creative practice and just the amount of regard, how I hold it with such high regard within my own practice. So as I was collecting my research and building my notes for this episode, I realized there is so many ways to think about attention. It's quite a vast topic and it feels also very current right now to be talking about attention. Um, I believe we are living in what a lot of people refer to as an attention economy. But when I was distilling the kind of information that I wanted to and and kind of wrapping my thoughts around this, I really wanted to reflect on three main ways that I bring attention into my creative practice and how I hold it with such high reverence. So here are my reflections. I have complete control over what I choose to focus on. In my episode on awareness, I mentioned that I have little control over what I notice. But with today's episode, I do have the ability to decide what I want to pay attention to. I can decide what I want to take special care to stare at, to study, what I want to bring into the realm of my consciousness. Some things that catch my awareness might not always hold my interest. My awareness could be noticing fleeting moments. And as I continue to fill with sensory data, I have to really begin prioritizing what is essential for my attention. Now, I don't often attempt to filter everything immediately. I do think there is something about collecting uh, source data and acting on impulse. But I attempt to collect these things in a sketchbook or taking photographs or some other place that doesn't always require me to remember things all at once. So I can always go back and attempt to filter things in a different setting or when I have the time and space to really understand how I can begin to prioritize my attention. This leads me to my second reflection about attention. I take special care when bringing things into the realm of my attention. When I'm ready to focus my attention, I do so with very careful intention. I take special care when bringing things into this realm and I begin to filter it both sometimes naturally and also by choice because as the vernacular suggests i am paying something each time i choose to focus on it attention really feels like a commodity and on some days it honestly feels like a privilege so in order to find my musings in life i need to i need to really take special care to keep enough room for them This also takes practice, a whole lot of practice. And to help me practice, I tend to ask a lot of questions of both myself and of others. I learn if this is something of value. I get really curious. 
I become aware of what is both outside of me and inside of me. And I'll note here that not all attention leads me to great places, but I never view this as lost time. I really believe that I can learn something from every experience that I have, and I'm always looking for that takeaway. Because ultimately this practice of becoming aware and bringing things into attention will lead me to an improved ability to receive to see the invisible, to find ideas, to welcome them into my practice, to shape them and live with them until I can co-create with them. My attention begins and builds my narratives, the stories I tell myself and the stories I share with others. I've focused a lot of attention on the stories I share. I consider visual art as an act of storytelling. But there's also something important about the stories I tell myself. And this is an idea that my sister has repeatedly reminded me of, and I'm so thankful for her for that. I have the ability to build my own stories in my head, how my stories unfold. This is my perception of the world around me, which helps shape my relations to my concepts, my themes, ideas, and subjects in my artwork. So for example, if a body of work I've created isn't received well, I can choose to focus my attention on all the things that I didn't see successful in the work. Or I can instead focus my attention on the things that I did see successful in the work. I can focus on a more productive story, which ultimately creates a more productive narrative that encourages growth. Then there are the stories that I share with others or the stories that my artwork is sharing about. And these stories begin where my curiosity begins. What did I choose to study? How is it important to me? How is it important to my work as a whole? How is each concept, theme, subject, or idea a part of my larger story? What utility do they have and are they grounded in my honesty? If awareness is where I birth ideas, then attention is where I nurture them. So to recap my main reflections about attention. I have complete control over what I choose to focus on. I take special care when bringing things into the realm of attention. My attention begins and builds my narratives. So what are you taking special care to pay attention to? Where do your narratives begin? In the notes, I will link to all the items mentioned today, including the Mary Oliver books and any resources I have used to support these concepts in my practice. If you'd like to begin distilling your own words, you can also find a viewfinder in the notes. Carry it with you and collect your moments. If you'd like to support this body of work, you can do so at laurensouter.substack.com. There you'll find additional musings. It's always so good to join you. Pass this along to a friend. Be in conversation. 
join community, narrow your attention, find your shapes, and make compositions. This is my last episode of the year. I hope that you enjoy the season ahead, and I will join you again in January.